Welcome to Grounded Sounds. Welcome. I'm Jen. And I'm Mabel. And um, we have a great show today. Fantastic show. As today. always, it's I gonna believe it's going to be some music. Yep. Going to be some, some DJs, some records. Anything else? Vinyl, vinyl records. I have a lot of vinyl records. Do you? I do too. I do, I do too. <laughs> Absurd <laughs> amount of vinyl records and willing to get rid of a lot of them, actually. <laughs> Abel, uh, you and Carrie just got back We in did. Town. We, um, we were on the East Coast, uh, Boston town, for the last four days mm-hmm. and uh, spent a day up in Salem. It's a good time of year to be in Salem because all the witch Witch museum and the the witchy people and the interesting characters (laughs) come out of the woodwork in Salem, Massachusetts. And but it's a gorgeous little town, and um, did some hit up a few bakeries. I did absolutely nothing remotely musically oriented when I was on the East Coast, but I had a blast. Got to see my nieces, niece and nephew that I rarely ever get to see, so that was really cool. Good trip. What have you been up to? Not much. We've been getting ready for, we have the um, Walk for Freedom this weekend that we did the podcast on a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So that's an event to help fight human trafficking. Uh, yeah. And um, so we'll have uh, the Happily Entitled there, Jarvix and the Indigos performing. So Regatta Park this Saturday from 10 to 2 and the walk is in the morning and then the music and we'll have vendors. Uh, the Loaded Bowl will be there for lunch. So cool. yeah, people can find more at cellardoormusicgroup.com because we really want to encourage people to get yeah, down there and, and yeah, find out more about the Dragonfly Home, which yes. again, if you haven't listened to our prior podcast, you can hear more. Then shame. No, yeah. don't worry about it. No, uh, it's a couple podcasts <laughs> ago, but it's uh, it's going to be a great outreach for. Um... We we never shame our <laughs> listeners, but we will tell you about how our pledge drive we'll and recap. How give us stuff. <laughs> do, should we talk pledge drives right now? Okay, no, should we want to? Let's do it later. You want to do it later? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we'll do it towards the end. It's not. <laughs> It's not, it's not the, time's, the time's not right. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's talk to some people <laughs> about music. <laughs> maybe play some music. All right. And then we'll talk about money. That sounds a lot better. Cool. I dig it. <laughs> well, we have uh, Ronnie Wheeler in the studio today. Welcome, Ronnie. Welcome, Howdy, Ronnie. Howdy. Hey. Good to meet you. Ronnie's nice with, to meet you. Ronnie's with Alley Records. And um, we want to hear more about your record store and how it began and your vision for it and where it's located and all the above. Well, how it came about is um, I was uh, an educator as well as one of y'all and um, wanted to retire, though, as soon as possible. It was my calling, but I was done enough as enough at some point and I always wanted to have a record store. And um, my wife is a local artist and she got uh, a um, building in Britain and she said, would you like to have the back for the record store? And I thought... Sure, why not? Yes. Alley Records. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, makes sense. And how long have you guys been there? Um, five years and 10 months. Five years and about six or seven months. That is insane because I drive directly past your shop. We were talking about before the show. I turn off of Western onto 92nd Street every single day, like at least twice. And so your record shop is the other way. Right, turn right on 90, 92nd when you're going north, turn east, 92nd and western, just, and you'll see it. You can't miss You can't miss it. I'm, you look around just a little bit, you can't miss it. I'm so mad at myself right now for all of the, uh, you know, 
the times I've driven by because you know there's sometimes there's like you know and sometimes I'll go over to Charlie's after work you know Charlie oh yeah Charlie's jazz yeah, rhythm he's my man, he was my mentor <laughs> yeah exactly like I could talk about Charlie for an I hour but it's if you know how to talk to Charlie it's fantastic but uh, <laughs> a couple of times Carrie and I have been in and it's, it's Charlie if you ever you don't know what I'm talking about go talk to go to Ch Charlie's jazz story, jazz rhythm and blues and talk yeah. to him but we left one time and. <laughs> We walk to the car and Carrie's like, hey, well, I think that's a boy store. I don't think I should. I don't think I should go back. <laughs> so she doesn't come with me anymore. But no, um, no. So, you know, it's amazing that there's a record store just right there. And I, you know, I'm an avid vinyl collector. I've got, you know, probably pushing 2,000 records now or something like that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you will be collecting. seeing more of me. Exactly. You've sure. already made two yeah. new customers right yeah, here. Exactly. Grounded Sounds. So what's yeah, kind you of be the, coming on to bug me when you can't bug Charlie. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> you, is it just all kinds of music? All kinds of music. Cool. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm fleshing out my classic jazz collection right now. I've got it. Can you, do you have it? You got a lot of Charlie Parker? Oh, I wish. But <laughs> I do have Charlie Parker and Theolonious Monk cool, and yeah. Miles yeah, Davis yeah. and... Hmm. Ahmad Jamal. He's got, he's, got, he's got jazz records. Cool. My yes. my wife and I's uh, our first dance song was Charlie Parker. Um, Charlie Parker on Dial Volume 2. Um, this is always. And do you have any of the Charlie Parker on Dial records? Did the I'm Dial not recordings? Sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, sure. Yeah. They're an interesting set of recordings because it's just him recording and like kind of uncut essentially. So he records the same track three, four times in a row, and they're all on there. So you nice. Can hear. That's pretty cool. So it's pretty neat. But I'm big into old school jazz right now anyway. So excited to hear about it. Ronnie, when you were an educator, did were you in music education or was it something? No, different? I was language arts or oh, English. Yeah. yeah. Um, sixth grade through 12th grade. Okay. Mm. But uh, most everywhere I went, I managed to um, play my guitar in class. Oh, nice. Because you're also an artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're a music a artist. Mm -hmm. When there was a time when also I taught a, a unit called the Dust Bowl unit. And it, I talked about the Dust Bowl and the Great Depression, and then a representative of that area, era, Woody Guthrie, yeah. and the the tie-in to literature and writing was ballads, sure. and so we talked about all those things, and I played Alice's Restaurant or played a song, a Dust Bowl ballad on my own guitar, and mm -hmm. then they had to write a ballad at the end. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, that's just getting back from Americana Fest that, you know, obviously Woody Guthrie was a big focus of, you know, the Oklahoma panel. And um, but also uh, we talked a little bit about Bob Wills and how he was, you know, the radio personality during the Depression and how, you know, so music um, carried that era, especially for in Oklahoma, quite a bit. And so that's I like that you incorporated that into your your teaching and. Oh, yeah. I liked Will Rogers a lot, too, mainly because sure. Woody liked him, and so I would research from that direction. Have you heard the Vertigus mm -hmm. record? Oh, yeah, Bo Jennings' Bo record. Jennings, he, searching for Will Rogers, the Vertigus. No, I've read about it, but I would love to listen to it for sure. Yes. Got a copy on vinyl, I'll bring it by the shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you have it, Bo uh, is incredible. He's um, from Oklahoma, um, I believe. I know he yeah. lives here now, yeah. I went to college with him, yeah. Okay, that's right, because he, he lived in New York for a little while and then and moved back, but his project is just phenomenal. He has the... Um, the um, documentary that goes with that album goes with the record mm -hmm. exhaustively researched mm -hmm. writing this record about the history of Will Rogers. I mean, he spent years yeah. researching it and traveling around to places where Will Rogers lived. He went the Vertigris. The title is about the location in the middle of a lake 
where mm-hmm. he went because they flooded, they built the dam and flooded the area where Will Rogers was born. And he wanted to find like essentially where it would have been on the lake. Mm-hmm. And then he went up to Alaska where the plane crashed and very well researched. And the songs are just hauntingly good. Just yeah. Amazing. Just been, I mean, I've seen them live. So I'm with yeah. you one time. And then I've listened to the record a lot. It's, brilliant really well and essentially he wanted to go to the, the monumental places of will rogers and perform a song so it was mm-hmm. almost you yeah know, you play. have each tribute um uh, and so it, in a he just wrote the songs from different perspectives mm-hmm. of will rogers life and you know so yeah we'll have to turn you on to that yeah. al- along with our listeners because bo's awesome we should have him on yeah you know him right yeah good i like That's bo good. a lot he's he's a good dude that reminds me of the uh foo fighters uh david girl's Project we went with the soundboard. I think I'd probably enjoy, enjoy both Jennings, maybe even better. Was, is it the, um, the knees board? We've talked about this on the podcast yeah, before. We probably have. Yeah. I love that documentary <laughs> and the sound city and everything. <laughs> well, Ronnie, tell us about um, you are involved in the event that we're kind of featuring today for the podcast. It's called mm-hmm. Off the Grid. It's a vinyl DJ showcase at Powerhouse. And um, tell us a little bit about how you're involved and how Alley Records is going to be a part of that event. Well, I'm involved because Mr. Flowers called me and then came by, and so uh, uh, as he explained it, it, before I was doing the record store, I would be on the road. Um, the building we're in now, uh, we liquidated the vintage clothes was in there as part of a family project, and uh, now we're in there. But we were on the road with the vintage clothes, and then later on, when that ran out, we were we were using we were doing turquoise and silver and the records. But uh, when we had the vintage clothes and the turquoise and the records, that's that's when it was really fun and we went everywhere. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, so do you do quite a few events or are you just usually, do you do events at the shop or do you, you're coming out obviously at the powerhouse on Saturday, but right. yeah. Is that- That'd be just like going out on the road. Yeah. Only I only have, have to go across town, so. He's kind of going back to his roots. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna be mm-hmm. selling records. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, right so we can find scene. you at the event. Yeah, we have yeah. all kind of events, all kind of events at Alley Records. There's probably maybe I would say maybe six music shows there a year or so, okay. and I'll handle more if they come about. But I don't really care to push anything. I always just let it come as it sure as it comes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a friend from my hometown, Max Ridgeway from Alva, Oklahoma. He comes down in June and always plays a June concert. But sometimes he's down once or twice more. Uh, other friends of his, musician friends from Alva, come down, mm-hmm. and I, my band always plays in front of in front of him. And uh, then we do live music on uh, uh, National Record Store Day, mm-hmm. um, a few other a few other times. What's your band called? Ronnie J and the Hawks. Ronnie nice. J and the Hawks. Nice. The Hawks is basically Hawks. the old, a few years back, um, Hot City Blues Band or Hot City Band, uh-huh. depending on what they had about three or. Four Four, uh, a couple of people that came in and out of the lineup, so that's how they had two names for that band. Nice. Okay. So how can we find okay. out about um, things that are happening at Alley Records? What's the best way? Well, I don't have the greatest Facebook presence, but that's one of the main things I do, and I have my own page, and then I have an Alley Records page. And on my, my own page, I'm always um, putting down when the music shows are for sure. And then I've got a kind of a, a friend, customer, manage, manager of Alley Records, and he's all the time coming in and taking pictures and putting stuff up and 
doing some showing content. what he found that day and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if we find, we can find you at Ronnie Wheeler on just on Facebook. If right. We look you Ronnie up. J Wheeler. Ronnie J Wheeler mm-hmm. and Alley Records. Mm-hmm. And Allie, cool. Mm-hmm. And nice. tell just because we touched on it, but be sure to tell everybody how exactly you get to the store. Okay, <laughs> it's in the alley between 92nd and Britain and Francis and Ollie Avenues. Okay, but the easiest way to get there, I've, I mean, I've told people all different kinds of ways, and I finally figured out just, I mean, uh, a year ago probably, after five years, I finally figured out, just get to 92nd and Western and go east one block. You'll see it. Yep, yep, <laughs> that's true. Okay, yeah. all right. Oh, I, I found out you have to... Actually, go 85 miles per hour in the DeLorean. No, no, 86 miles per hour, and then you actually end up there. That's that's how me and Kyle found it. Yeah, yeah, we found it. Yeah, make sure you uh, have that. What's the it flux called? Capacitor. The flux capacitor yeah. turned up. on. Yeah. Your time circuits have to be on. Yeah. Like and once you get there, it's, it's, it's nice. He's got everything organized. And He's cool. very well organized, yeah. and it's it's a cool... And, like, when you go there more than once, probably if you once you've been there five times, four out of five, he's well, usually... Let's not go into my OCD he's, or anything. He's usually, he's, usually <laughs> playing, he's usually playing an instrument. Oh, nice. Most likely the guitar when you walk in. Oh, so. yeah. It's just got a good vibe in there. It's a, it's a hidden gem. Yeah. Definitely, Thank I've been in a lot of. No, I've been in a lot of record stores from Tokyo to Chicago to everywhere, and it's it's you know it's a cool spot. It's it is nice. it's very very nicely cultivated. We, we were joking the other day because I was standing in between I think a signature Kurt Cobain. I can't remember what forty five it was on, and uh, was it who sh- who shine whose shoe shine box was it? Uh, Woody Guthrie. Woody Guthrie's right in between the two of them. Oh. Yeah, it's the only place in Oklahoma where you can do something like that. Oh, you can crazy. do it right there in his shop. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a cool space. And they're both pretty much priceless. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Don't, those aren't for sale. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about that too. Those aren't for sale. <laughs> well, we can't wait to come check it out. Yep. I'm directionally challenged, but I think I can find it with the directions that you guys gave. Well, and the well, good mm-hmm. thing too about Ronnie's spot is not only does he have, you know, 12 inch, but he's also got a bunch of 45s, he even has tapes, cassette tapes. And like Rodney said, he's, you know, he's quite organized with, with most of what's in there. Nice. Um, and for someone who digs a lot, you know, it's nice when you're going mm-hmm. through 45s to have something written on the it's on kind the of plastic, amazing. you know, it's, so it's you can see who it is before you go dig, dig, dig deeper. So less, it's more often than not, you've just got a stack of 45s. And that's fun too. <laughs> that, but. that has its time and place, but sometimes I would like to, you know. Maybe, well, and he has those too. And if you want to you, dig, he's got nice couches you can sit on and go through take them as well. Out. Yeah. The box, and if it's in a box, <laughs> a 45 box, yeah. it's alphabetized. A through Z, front to back, yep. and the oldest nice. of the group in the front, and yep. the newest. Oh, wow! I'm telling you, so that you just sit I'm on the excited about oh, this. And you can put them back, and I'll get you another one. Cool. So I impressed. mean, Charlie's is organized. It's it's yeah. on that same level oh, of organization. Yeah. yeah. With 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 a little bit more space and, and more to, to go cool. through. So. Well, I love organization, so I can't wait to. As do. Well, <laughs> yeah. if, if you love LPs and or forty fives, sometimes cassettes, you're okay. But yeah. I mean, there's the the CDs and DVDs and VHS and things like that. You, they're just no. I can't keep all that together. Yeah, no. it's, it's just everywhere. See, I didn't even know you had Good that luck. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, very good. Well, you guys are all here again to talk about um, the Off the Grid event this Saturday. So we have Kyle Flowers, who you've been hearing from, and also Rodney Ladd. Um, so you guys, tell us about the event this Saturday. It sounds so great. It's actually on the 22nd. 
Um, but that's okay. We've got time. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a couple weeks. Yeah. We always get a little mixed up when we air and when, uh, the events are happening. So this will air next week. Then it will be that weekend, the 22nd. We'll just keep it, keep it specific. (laughs) All right. Saturday, the 22nd. Yes. That's all we need to say. Saturday, the 22nd. Rain or shine. Ronnie's going to be there. We're going to be there. Um, it's at the powerhouse, which if any of your listeners know, it's one of the newest, uh, you know, kind of really nice spots to add some culture to a different part sure. of the city it's down by the farmer's market cool. um they've done the powerhouse sessions where they created a they produced a cd yeah, with travis Linville and a bunch that. of you know it's a really good cd by the way mm-hmm. as well yeah um but we you know we saw that space and we thought it would be great for a party that all of us have kind of talked about doing as we dj out together where we could get um the focus on not only vinyl djs but the vinyl community mm-hmm. you know our dream with bringing someone like Ronnie in was that people like you can now know that Alley Records is sure. there. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a it's a focus for vinyl DJs, but not only that, we're we're trying to promote vinyl mm-hmm. and the community um, and the culture within Oklahoma City. Hallelujah. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and like yeah. like I said, I've lived overseas and I've dug through a lot of different record shops, and I was surprised when I moved back to, to Oklahoma City after living abroad for about um, a decade, almost eight years, that there were so many record stores at that time. I mean, some of them have even closed since then. Happy Days mm-hmm. on the South Side is no longer there, but I mean, and they're all they all seem to be really near Western or off of Western yeah. Avenue. So literally, if you just want to go up and down Western, you can take your pick mm-hmm. of record shops and um, I think it's great that they're there and it's something that you know for me as a DJ it's I don't do this as a full-time job I have an accounting degree and I, I work out of my home and I work for a corporation and I do project management and all that stuff is what pays the bills mm-hmm. uh, for me when I DJ I really do it for the art um, and for the passion of trying to create a vibe that people can actually connect with Mm -hmm. so it's not only putting the record onto the record player and and trying to make the beats per minutes match it's all that time spent going through all the records Mm -hmm. to find exactly that one track Mm -hmm. and then figuring out when to bring that in to the one before and and bring it to the one after to make it all kind of go together so for me it's more about expressing myself in that moment and the only way that i can do it because unlike rodney i can't produce music and make music and and unlike ronnie as well and my wife and pretty much everyone in my life um but i can mix records and i do really like to dance and i do really like to vibe and i really i do really like music Mm -hmm. um whether it's live or or not and so this is just kind of my way to express myself Mm -hmm. um and it's something that everybody that's involved with this deal it's 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 about the music and it's about creating a scene and it's about blending people like Ronnie who want to come out and sell records, DJs like 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 Rodney who want to come out and mix records, and then artists like Jason Polly and Sean Volley who a lot of people know. If you've been around, right. if you don't know them, start looking because they got murals everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be creating live art right there during the during the party. One of our 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 uh, our our, our our, our DJs, who's also our graphic designer, he's going to be producing live visuals that we're going to be displaying in two of the different um, the different stages. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a blend of art, music, community, culture, 
Um, and this is just the first year. We'd like to get people like Anthem and local breweries involved next year, but we kind of didn't really even start planning it until about. <laughs> it's, we're 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 actually all pretty pretty happy with where we've gotten in the short amount of time that we've started. You know, actually, and I don't think Clay and I locked a date in until about maybe four or five weeks ago. So we've been we've been in scramble mode, but overall the vibe of, of Off The Grid and the whole purpose of Off The Grid is to start something culturally that we can cultivate and we can just watch it organically grow. And we would like to see, we have four, three to four vendors this year. We'd like to see all of them there eventually. Anybody who wants to get involved as far as the vinyl swap, we'd like to see him. Ronnie can't wait, he's excited about it. And that's what we want. We want that. We want people that are enthusiastic about vinyl, like sure. you, yeah. and like like you know a lot of your friends oh, yeah. are, and like we know a lot of our friends oh, my buddy are. Clint. I got all kinds of people's guys gone. They, they they've started to go back to it, mm -hmm. and um, I've loved it since probably preschool. Well, of course, I played all seventy eight. Yeah, yeah. We all have a memory. Yeah. You know, I remember my dad dropping needles on those big, yeah. wide, as big as that couch with the eight track and the you know everything, and he was probably putting on Don Johnson or something since, silly, but yeah, it doesn't matter. You, are, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all vinyl. <laughs> On my 33rd birthday, <laughs> yeah, I hadn't had a, a decent turntable since my parents, you know, growing up. So I went into Charlie's and I was like, it's my 33rd birthday. Yeah. It'd be better if it was 33 and 3rd. But, right. Three months into it. But, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm looking for a, you know, a good receiver and a good turntable. And they had mm -hmm. the old ones with the silver front that, uh -huh. you know, light up all warm. And, um, I was like, I like this one and that one. And he had some of the big old, like, American-made Pioneer right. cabs and things. And I was like, he's like, what do you think of the spin? And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to spend a ton of money. And he's like, well, how about, like, all of that? And I was like, for 200 bucks. And I was like, okay, yes. And put it all together. Mm -hmm. And I'll come back after work. I do want to hear it. Took it on, and he put on um, Def Leppard Pyromania. Which is like <laughs> almost not even fair out of the, that kind of speakers. And I hadn't heard that warm, rich sound since I was, you know, eight mm -hmm. and listening to Beatles. And my mom's really into John Denver. My dad was really into Willie Nelson. So mm -hmm. those were like the ones that I listened to. But instantly that sound, I was like, oh, my God, so great. And since then, I've turned my wife onto it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of nights during the week, we'll put on a jazz record and drink bourbon. Well, not now, because Carrie's pregnant. But. <laughs> <laughs> there are, there are lines that we do not cross yeah. Yeah. in this life. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, no, it's been a big part of our marriage, really. I mean, that's kind of how we got to know each other was over sitting around listening to records and stuff. So. Nice. Yeah, we have our we have our turntables in the middle of our house. I mean, that's yeah. what yeah. that's what comes out the speakers and the windows on Saturday sure, and Sunday uh -huh. afternoons mm -hmm. every weekend. So, and I've got a little set for my 19 month old that, that she can we had the pick up school. and work you with. Guys, have you, we have what, the, with the, with the plastic yeah. discs. Yeah. We got what? her. No, set no, the too. real one. The plate. Oh no, one. not, not yet. We're, she's not quite old enough for that, but no, yeah, we're going to get her this one was like, like a that. Plastic play school box. And my mm -hmm. parents had the Beatles, the greatest hits one that was red, you know, the, the mm -hmm. red one and the blue one. They had the red one. I remember playing that on that Play School record player. It had a blue plastic arm that you mm -hmm. sat over. And I remember dropping that thing down the stairs. We had a two-story house, old farmhouse. They don't make them like that anymore. And dropped it down <laughs> yeah. the stairs. And I was like, oh, my God. And then went and put it back on there. Just played. Yeah. Played. Per there wasn't a record on it, but the player. And still played it. Like the, my whole childhood. 
That's awesome. Nice. Well, it is interesting. Um, my husband and I went to the CES convention um, in Vegas at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and it's the biggest technology convention, I believe, in the United States right now. And I'm, I hope I'm saying all of that right. But a, a dear friend of mine works on that. He helped spearhead that. Mm-hmm. And um, that one of the main attractions was were the record players. I mean, and this mm-hmm. is, you know, this huge technology conference. And, I mean, and that's what he was saying. He's like, there, it's back, and it's, you know, these uh, technology companies are figuring out how to make, you know, new record players. And because mm-hmm. the vinyl scenes, you know, it's, it's, it's here and it's yeah. in Oklahoma city. It's very prevalent in mm-hmm. Oklahoma city. And that's something why we're excited to have you guys on the show because, you know, you see vinyl DJs, you know, you guys are everywhere. You guys are at every event. Um, and you guys have a collective that you had mentioned. Yes, we do. So, yeah. be, so if it's not you, then it's somebody else in your collective, or if it's not, you know, right. So, but you guys really are very popular. You're, and so, I'm sure that this event is just going to be awesome. You know, we hope so. Yeah. We hope so. We're really proud. Of, I mean, I'm really proud to have a, an awesome, you know, well, vinyl DJ scene in our city. I don't, again, that's for for listeners or even people who live here and don't know that it, it is. It's it's a really big scene and mm-hmm. um, and it's growing. I I mean, I think it's big because i see it see it everywhere so yeah it's alive and well you know and for us you know for me specifically and i think rodney agrees and you know our collective damn Hayes, and then the other group that's putting it on carte blanche you know we're not really doing it for us because mm-hmm. we could do this type of party at my house or or wherever out not having the vinyl swap that's a unique thing um, but we could get people together and play whatever records we want and, and have a good time. Um, but to to be able to create it and, and give it to the community to have them to come out. And it's a free party, by the way. We're not charging a cover. It's come as you come, you know, whatever. There's going to be three stages where we're going to be trying to kick out three different vibes all going at kind of at the same time. Um, and like I, the, the point of it is that we're really not doing it specifically for us we're doing it for oklahoma city and for Mm -hmm. the community um and you know we've got allied arts involved on some level for you know to try to make it something that we can give proceeds to them eventually Mm -hmm. um because of it being so late this year they are involved and they're going to do a a door prize and they're going to have some involvement they're going to do blast for us Mm -hmm. um but no one's expecting to make enough proceeds to go to benefit them this year but we think next year we're going to probably have them on full board as a as a you know part of the focus so that we can you know have it generate something for the community, which Allied Arts does a lot, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. In the community. I've done yeah. a lot of work with Allied so, Arts. Yeah, so yeah, we haven't, we didn't, you know, we went and sat down with them and they dug the, the the whole thing and thought it would be great. But unfortunately the night before our party is their really big gala mm-hmm. at, oh, at the Criterion. Yeah, yeah the so they're Criterion. like, you know, we just don't feel comfortable fully committing, but we'll do what we can, which is Oops. this, this, and this. And we thought that would be great. I mean, that's more than we could even ask for. So we're just happy that they're involved on whatever level. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gazette may be doing something to kind of promote it we still haven't quite figured that out but we've kind of started shaking the trees and and very soon you'll start seeing posters up around town um and if you follow us on facebook damn Hayes has a facebook page and we've got an event out there rodney um, hot rod beats also has a, a facebook page where the event will be posted ronnie's um record store alley records will also have the event where he can link to it um and then we've got monkey feet music which a lot of people don't even know this record store exists because they're not quite open yet you may have seen a sign on the side of classen near 36 in classen if you were there on the right day that said 
records inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but those guys are involved, mm-hmm. and they're they're another good 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 spot. They'll be full time on the weekend before. Yeah, so right before they're opening up. Actually, this weekend. Yeah, this weekend they're they opening up. They should be opening yep. up. Yep, time. and if you if you just right on if you're going west on 36, just kind of look back to the north and they're on the they're on the west side of the road there kind of in like a little it looks like a business complex and then we've got trolley stop down on class and that's involved as well so oh, nice. the um, address is 3801 3801 that's right i know that because yep. that's my home address on another street yeah it's 30, <laughs> it is that's exactly right and there's a sign out that says nice 3801 really nice and big and it's a nice white building but they've got a great selection in there as well so um so yeah like i said it's rain or shine free party we're doing it for the city we're doing it to create something that we're passionate about and we hope that people come out and vibe with um with what we're gonna you know put on we've i've been i've been searching through my records for you know two or three months preparing for it i know all the other guys have too so um we're doing a lot of different things that day we're doing stuff together so you know the collectives will do something where we're doing back to back to back rodney's going to do his own thing someone else is going to do their own thing you know rodney may have some time on the main stage he may have some time on the kind of the more chill stage he may have some time in the discotheque we're all, and he doesn't even know it yet, but he and I are going to close down the, uh, cool. the, 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 we're going to close down one of the side stages. We haven't thought of the name of what we are called together, but we're going to think of something like, you know, Disco Incorporated or, or something. We haven't even, we haven't ironed that out. But yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff from our side mm-hmm. where we're getting to, you know, play with people we don't normally play with. And there's some local guys that we're bringing in um, that are not part of our collective and we want to try to keep that feature going. So we bring in people that aren't, normally that don't normally play with us there's a, a fella named tom hudson that does a motown mask is old funky tom gonna yeah be tom's there. gonna be there yeah tom's <laughs> gonna be there for sure and then another fella named brett uh, i can't remember his last name i want to say maybe brett evans um and then a really really old school head that i just met who came he brought a crate over to my house and blew me away he's an old chicago dj that now lives in oklahoma city um his dj name is scratch mm-hmm. and I, I, his his first name and last name fails me i'm sorry sir but uh, um I, I would have to check my text message and i don't have it mm-hmm. but so we've got we've got a we've got a nice little smattering of local um you know vinyl djs that are passionate about what they do cool. you know and our and our, our whole take on it is the focus on vinyl but we're not trying to knock anybody that does anything else other than that but you know more often than not when you go out you tend to see people just on their laptop and you don't know how they're mixing you're watching and you can't quite figure out what they're doing because it doesn't really look like they're using a crossfader mm-hmm. or anything and we're not knocking those that. people but what we're really trying to do is expose people to how ronnie remembers it and how my dad remembers mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. People literally, there was no other way for you to create mm-hmm. a vibe and a scene unless you had two turntables and a mixer. Yeah. You mm-hmm. couldn't do it and any big other way. You could sit yeah, on yeah, yeah. You <laughs> couldn't do it any other way. The party didn't start till you had that. So, yeah. um, and, you know, kind of on that, what you mentioned with technolo- technology, mm-hmm. um, and you'd been to a place. Uh, you know, I think that it was Neil Young and Steve Jobs were at one time talking about let's mix this stuff together you know where you can yep. we can use all the modern technology but we can have that lush rich sound sure um i think that's really important and more people and this things like this can help people to learn about that mm-hmm. rich lushness sound of vinyl and i'm there were people like when i was doing a record out in california in 2002 um my producer and friend on the way home was dropping by a few uh uh, music shops, but he was wanting to talk to friends and, and try to find old. Um, I called them 
box amplifiers, little box, mm -hmm. squawk box amplifiers, yeah, little yeah. ones, or old K guitars and things mm -hmm. like that, or want to sell them old K guitars. But somebody came out of the back one time and says, started talking to me, oh, you're doing that? And then then went on to, you know what? You know, we'll hear you. We, we're starting a company, and they called it the label and or the company High Res, and they were actually doing that back then. I don't know whether how, how well that company may have gone over, but they were, he, he was explaining it to me, we want to keep, record things on the old analog log tape or take things from old analog tape and then put it with our new technology, but enhance it, not de-enhance yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Enhance it, not make it digital, not make it, you know. And he gave me two of my favorite records somehow, Freddie King, Texas Cannonball, and Leon Russell's Blue Album. I thought, oh boy, I've listened to these a hundred times. I'll be able to tell if he's really telling the truth. And I went home and listened to those different kind of CDs, high-res CDs, and yeah, he had done it. I was hearing vinyl sounds on CD. Oh, cool. mm -hmm. And so when I made my next two records, I wanted to make it the same way I did the one out in California on on analog tape. Mm -hmm. And But then I wanted to bring it down through iMac Pro Tools or a mm -hmm. European version of that and have them put it onto CD and not lose that vinyl sound, just use technology to get it to the next to a cd level or however else they might want to share it at that time yeah. and it can be done that's cool. the last time i think it was really done very well was when uh um todd took the allman brothers band live at the fillmore east mm -hmm. and redid that mm -hmm. and used technology and he himself was saying i heard things when i brought this down together i heard things that i didn't the first night i recorded it and the first nights that i was mixing and and you know, engineering and yeah. mastering. That's of course, incredible. There's a lot of years in between there. And right. Sure. Yeah. 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 Maybe certain years. substances on that. <laughs> yeah. on those earlier yeah. nights, but uh, you know, you can listen to that and see. Yes, mm -hmm. this is just as good. And in a way, they were looping things together, like from yeah. one night to another. Mm. So all the songs were a little bit longer, but they sounded so much better. Mm -hmm. How did they sound yeah. so much better? They still sound analog. But they had brought things out that right. were there before that they were able to do through the technology. Yeah. And I think that's so cool. Mm -hmm. I do too. Yeah. That's one of the things that um, we're kind of been playing a lot lately. That uh, when Kyle came back overseas, he introduced me to a certain type of music over there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of found my niche or my groove within that music that he brought back. And I was like, I like this. And it was reworks of um, disco and funk. And they had those old recordings, but they had groups over there like um, Late Night Tough Guy or Tiger and Woods or someone who would loop certain sounds within that record and add a little bit more mm -hmm. to it, add more groove to it. And that stuff is what you know, has kind of driven me to to search more, dig more for stuff like that to add rework to it and to those, you know, old 30, you know, 45s and 33s and, and just create your own groove from it. Mm -hmm. That's that's where the, the, I guess, my production side of it goes to. And that's where um, I, I get a lot of passion from those those old records and then trying to find something out of it that I can rework. Yeah. That you can sample and take sample in and, and, and start take to it re-edit. Re-edit, yeah. re-loop, but without taking the, you know, 
without taking that beat and groove out of it. Yeah. Leaving it how it is, but adding your a little bit of your flavor to it. Um, and and making it last longer, you know, making it last seven minutes sure. instead of five minutes. <laughs> yeah, you know? keep the groove. Yeah, keep the groove yeah. going, and then you got time to put on another cool record, and it just builds up. And our goal is to have people dancing. Yeah. Our goal is to have people dancing. This is for the travelers, the collectors, the people who don't request Rihanna when they're. Or Taylor Swift, <laughs> no knock to Taylor yeah. Swift or Rihanna, but well, they, these yeah, are there's people. no requests because yeah, there's no requests. Yeah, we're it's not we're about playing requests. good music, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and yeah. good music doesn't have to be played on the radio all the time. This is stuff that, right? You know, exactly. You know, yeah. yeah, we yeah, definitely just, just 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 selections, just vibes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was something I was actually wanted to talk about because I want to talk about your solo projects and also together. Mm-hmm. But um, a fun fact for our listener, um, Kyle Flowers is married to Lindsay Flowers, who was just on our podcast That's this right. past week we aired with um, <laughs> Oklahoma Film and Music Office. But you guys lived in Japan. Is that... was did? Yeah, Lindsay okay. actually lived in Kenya before moving to Japan, but I was in Japan when she was in Kenya. So we we were in, in Japan together for uh, four, f- uh, maybe three or four years, and I was there for double that, like four, three or four myself. So about seven, eight total. So that's what I remember hearing um, is that you, some of your influences coming back was mm-hmm. primarily from Japan or from yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, for me, when I left and got on the plane, I had never seen somebody. Well, I take that back. There was a couple heads. In, in, in college that had some turntables and a mixer, but it was just really wasn't something that I had been exposed to. I missed the whole rave scene. I wasn't quite old enough. It wasn't, I wasn't quite, I would have loved it, but I wasn't quite there. I missed it. Um, and I was more of a live music person mm-hmm. when I left, which I still am. Uh, but when I found myself in Japan, I ended up meeting a bunch of, of DJs that were international and Japanese at the time and spending a lot of time at a specific bar in Tokyo named Ruby Room. Um, and just watching people put records on mm. um, and watching them do- throw free parties on the weekend and taking a generator and the turntables and the speakers in a cab to the edge of the park and helping them carry them in and then watching everybody dance and being a part of it. So I met a lot of DJs that heavily influenced me um, because I was around a lot of promoters and DJs who were throwing bigger parties. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, through that, I gained a lot of, um, a lot of passion and a lot of insight into a whole different area of dance music culture that I just wasn't exposed to. I mean, I was dancing to fish and the Grateful Dead and Allman Brothers and, you know, whatever, local bands green lemon and all that stuff yeah i mean you know uh shout out to wayne at gaiuti's uh no that was an old drop right there yeah Yeah, but i I didn't miss it or jake and fred jazz odyssey Uh back when it was smart and reed and 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 jason Mm -hmm. uh and brian brian haas um you know that's the kind of stuff that i was used to and then i when i got transplanted over there i was now all of a sudden at you know house parties and deep house and techno and minimal techno and getting exposed to all these different um specific pockets of dance music Mm -hmm. and i just fell in love with it and so when i came back i started my collection because i didn't really have a collection over there because i wasn't trying to i mean move that back um and yeah one when then i thought you know I'm starting to buy records. I need to get some turntables. And Rodney was already a DJ, and he I knew he could teach me some stuff. And plus, I'd already learned a little bit from watching the friends over there. And then 
you know, next thing you had two turntables and a mixer and now I'm on like my fourth mixer and you just keep <laughs> buying it and learning. And I heard, I don't know, I think it was either DJ Cozy or, or one of those old heads that said, you, you know, before you really get mixing vinyl, you need to spend about a thousand hours doing it. So wow. I don't know what hour I'm on, but I'm not, I'm not quite a sensei <laughs> yet, far. but I'm, I'm, I'm trying, to, been late night I'm trying hours. to become a sensei, <laughs> yeah. but it, it's just for me. And one of the things I want to teach my daughter and any kid that if I ever see it, like we were playing Plaza Walls, um, the other, the last weekend when they had the big, the big thing on the, on the, on the weekend. And, uh, you know, a, a young kid walks up and he's just kind of looking and he's looking at the turntables and the records like he's never seen anything like that. I'll just walk over and give him a record and say, you know, this is a record. Yeah. There's music on that. Sure. You know, that needle makes music come out of those speakers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty cool thing here. Hold it, you know. So. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that's kind of where I kind of fell in love with with what I try to kick out when I when I DJ was my whole time overseas. I don't know if I would have ever been exposed to that level of um, it's so niche like it is in within rock and all the different genres. There's so many different little pockets. And if I hadn't been there for those years and just happened to meet that group of people and been drugged to those parties, um, you know, I would have never had the selections that I have now. So yeah. I have to think a lot of that. I, th I have to thank a lot of my influences too, just being abroad, which is not just Japanese musicians. It's international DJs and dance music, but that's really big in Tokyo, just like it is in New York and Chicago and LA, well, San Francisco. So you, you DJ solo as Flo Rez? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where can um, listeners find? Cause I want to clarify everybody's project. So yeah, yeah, I, I have, um, we have an Instagram account and I, I we're working on the Facebook page. And, and Dam Hayes will have a, an actual uh, website very soon. But there are links on if you search on Facebook for either Off the Grid or Dam Hayes, which it's D A M N H A Z E, okay. uh, which is a take on Dan Hayes from Oklahoma Christian University, which was Rodney <laughs> and my That's coach, all the That's Eagles out meant. there. You know, oh, we're talking about yeah. roots. We're doing it for like Dan. It. Dan yeah. Dan's in one of our yeah, but it basically the the whole purpose of that name comes from Dan's attitude with how he coached us, which was, you know, Dan wouldn't take a request. You yeah. know, Dan would do what Dan <laughs> Dan would do what Dan set out to do. So that's kind of what we feel like. We play what we, we play when we, we, we bring it out. We, we try hard to bring out the right records for the right vibe. But, but yeah, so when I do stuff for Flores, I mean, I've done the film and music party, uh, the VIP party that the Oklahoma Film and Music does at, at um, IAO. Yeah, at IAO for Dead Center. I've done that two or three years in a row. You're great. Um, Love that party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're trying party. to get, yeah. I'm trying to get something, you know, a residency somewhere, but I have a day job and we had the kids. So like right, whenever we started, Rodney and I, we did the thing at, at Sauced on the side for a while. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you can search for Flores um, on on um, Instagram or uh, SoundCloud. I have some mixes out there as well on SoundCloud, which everything... It's going to be linked if you if you find the Dam Hayes Facebook page and you get and you follow that or if you follow the um, the event, mm -hmm. which we can tag you guys on the event so it can be on your page so listeners can find it easily enough. And we'll put everything on our website. Yeah, too. exactly. We'll have, yeah. So if they can, if you can search to it that way, then you'll be once you get to our Dam Hayes and our off the grid um, kind of area, you're going to see links to mixes for Rodney, for us, uh, for myself, and for neighbors who's also part of. Um, part of damn Hayes. So that's the three of us, Rodney's Hot Rod Beats, I'm Flo Rez, and then we have Aaron Cahill who, who goes as neighbors. And then the other group is Carte Blanche, 
who is made up of three uh, three individuals, two DJ collectives. There's two brothers named Neil and Nathan Robinson. They go by the Robros, which a yeah. lot of people know who they are around here. Absolutely. Uh, local guys that have been in the community for a while, super big heads. They actually started coming to our Sasta on the side. That's how we met them. They were like, what are you guys doing? What are you playing? These are like, you know, we love this stuff. And we're like, yeah, man, you, you, we have, they're like, we have these same records. Like, well, do you have two turntables and a mixer? No, well, you need to get that. So, um, and then they, they do something with um, a fella named uh, David Chitwood Chitty. Mm -hmm. as well so they those those three together are carte blanche and if you're ever at the pump you'll be seeing them because they they do you can find them at the pump most sundays they also do a lot at the plant shop yeah um they also do stuff with packards mm -hmm. um Yep, they did every third Friday at the plant shop. Yeah, they do. They do a lot. They, they've got a lot more scheduled stuff, as does Rodney. Aaron and I have a lot less. We do a little bit more uh, hit or miss, although I will plug this. We are doing a Black Friday disco at the Powerhouse, nice. and we're bringing in uh, one of my international connections who actually has his own record label. Um, he's was star. I met him in Tokyo, but he lived in Berlin for the last two years, and... Um, he makes electronic music live with guitars and uh, keyboards and all of it live. So we're featuring him on the, the Black Friday as well. So that's the only two things that Flores and Neighbors have right now besides off the grid is oh and we're doing the keep it local party whenever it's rescheduled which yeah. we do every year yeah so <laughs> but we'll yeah and let rodney tell you about all the stuff he does i know he does some i think he's at top golf every yeah. second rodney you're a badass rodney and I, rodney's all over the rodney place i've been yeah. friends for a long time yeah. and i you know remember rodney. making like music in your closet whenever you just started you know we would be like recording things i've been in that yeah. closet before so, i know yeah it's... i've been there's been a couple of closets and <laughs> we just keep redoing it yep. <laughs> well, you, no joke yeah yeah you you've been you, making music for a long time and um at hot rod beats mm -hmm. has been your solo DJ name and tell us so tell us about your projects what have you been up to um, I've been really focused on uh, the type of music that we've been collect we've been collecting mm -hmm. um, like I said uh, the rework so I'm hip-hop and it'll always be my passion my mm -hmm. background I love sampling and making you know beats like you know around 75 to 95 beats per minute mm -hmm. I like that I like that tempo it's it's an easy cadence for a hip-hop artist to kind of ride on um and mostly with sampled stuff like we're all off tempo the groove a little bit where you know there's there's an off tempo hi-hat or, or beat or snare but now we've kind of sped it up to where people can dance to mm -hmm. and taking the lyrics out and um where it's just happy mm -hmm. you know um a lot of honestly just a lot of rap music and that i've heard in the last couple of years has just like, I can't let my daughter listen to this kind of stuff. I'd rather <laughs> have her dad, dancing yeah. and having a good time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I've been uh, focusing and, you know, there's not a lot of artists around here. Well, there's there's a couple, but a lot of hip hop and rap artists don't really talk. They don't have a lot of substance in their, in their lyrics. And I'd rather have people dancing to have a good time than listen to something that doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so, that, you know, that's been my direction lately um, is, you know, collecting, playing really good music and um, pretty much uh, competing 
um, with like, kind of like myself as far as, as far as my production and playing it live. Yeah. I want to challenge myself um, and I love playing, you know, with Aaron and, and Kyle, you know, together. We just have a good time. Mm-hmm. We just have fun. We like to see everyone else have fun and we're, we're in it more together for, for the art of it, uh, for the love, for the love of the music. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been my focus lately, lately is just, you know, production. I have a weakness for new sounds that come out native instruments is that's one of my big, um, production go-tos is native instruments. So anytime they come out with new sounds, I'm, I'm grabbing them online. I'm going to the record store. I, I tried to go to Charlie's one day. I asked him if he was open. The next day, I was like, hey, are you going to be open tomorrow around 2? And he just hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> I love him for that. <laughs> and I'll, I'll go around to these other guys, and I'll dig for a while. And and uh, I, lo- I just love it. I love the different personalities and what I might be able to find when I'm out and what I might be able to um, bring home. Um, and loop and sample and see what I can come out, you know, with with those different ingredients. Mm-hmm. At least you know to call people like Charlie and myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so was that a no or a yes? Was right. he open? I don't know. I really know with Charlie. You just I, have to go. Yeah. I just yeah. went. I, we, me and Kyle went the other day, and I found I, I found a really good record, and uh, he you know knocked off a couple of bucks and and uh, you know went home and sampled it and. I came up with something new with it and uh but it's it's really cool that you go to all these different stores and you, you find these different personalities with these different records um and uh i know me and kyle we we go digging quite i mean quite often when we get a chance and uh always come out with something new always come out with a record he tried to steal a record from me from Monkey Feet the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we'll try to, you know, all of us guys will try to almost beat each other, you know, to these records. And um, and we just can't wait to play them live, yeah. you know, yeah. and show everyone this is some good music. This is what, you know, some of you guys are missing. And, uh, you know, when Kyle came back and I was researching on music that he was, you know, we would have work at Sauce and then we'll come home we'll go to probably Kyle's because he lived the closest and we'll play records that we found mm-hmm. and then I'll go home and I'll research them and then uh, I'm following like the white rabbit if you like this you might like this and I'm finding this and then you know it it takes you really far and really deep into some really cool sounds and um, it's a rabbit hole. Yeah, it is really. And there's so <laughs> many going. good artists, so many good artists. Like There's so much good music out there, yeah. Yeah. new and old. And yeah, that's and what we're doing for Off yeah. the Grid. You'll hear new stuff and old stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it takes you back to the to the original. Some of these, like, you know, they'll tell you this This is a you know excerpt from this song. It'll take you back to the original. And the original might have, you know, 22,000 views on it. Like, why does this only have 22,000 views? It's such a good record. (laughs) And then, you know, I'll go, we'll go try to locate it. We'll go try to find it and can't find it at the store. We might go on Discogs, you know, order the, order the vinyl. And then, you know, and this is what creates the party, you know. Well, you guys are doing 
everyone such a service because, you know, we, I had an interview with Jared Deck a few weeks ago and he was talking about country music in Nashville and he said, you know, people rely on Nashville to tell them what's good. But so this is a, in a different genre, but you know, it's like people rely on mainstream radio to tell them what's good. And that's not mm-hmm. what's all that's out there. There's so, like you said, there is a ton of great music mm-hmm. and it's when people tune in to people like you guys who are, who are, you know, digging through, through these different albums and records. And I mean, I just, I love it. I, we really, I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I we, think we, I'm a math person. So I was like, it, you know, to do it, to, to come up with the right records for an hour set, you know, sometimes might take me eight hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you just think about how much, t- you know, cause it's you, like you so listen to time. it and you're like, Oh, well, yeah. I don't actually have the beats per minute on that one totally figured out. I probably need to write that down on but the from record. Listening to you guys, <laughs> yeah. From listening to you guys, I can tell what you're doing. You're mixing some of the old, you're mixing some of the, do, some of the new, and you're, and you're using vinyl, but you're also not taking requests, and you're not playing everything that's just popular right now that's scattered all over the radio. No. But yeah. you're, you're taking and you're designing something for the crowd. You're trying to find something that will make them hop. But then you're trying to put something that's going to go to it next, and then go to the next one, mm-hmm. and you Such know an it's art. like you're, I mean, you're you guys are very yeah. talented. No, it's, 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 it's nowhere near playing a mandolin or the violin. I'm not trying to say that, <laughs> yeah. but there is an art to to mixing records and to to finding which tracks go together at that moment. In but time you do to have keep to expand people's horizon mm-hmm. musically uh, and, and the words are important and the music is important. Uh, I mean, I remember playing a gig in front of a heavy metal band a, a while back at a Will Rogers festival in Dickens, <laughs> Texas. But you know, at a, bre- at a break, uh, the, the guy running the show came up and said, can you guys play more country? I'm, what did you miss Folsom Prison? Did you miss Wild Side of Life? Did you miss that song I wrote that was mm-hmm. country flavored? Mm-hmm. And, and then I, then someone made a comment over here, and I go, "Oh, I understand. Mm-hmm. They want this Nashville, what I call Nashville commercialized uh, schlock, yeah, that yeah. everybody out there is the hearing radio on, country. on a certain mm-hmm. radio station, you know, yeah, and and they know all the words, all these country songs, yeah, and then there's all these people and all these." Words to all the rock songs on the rock stations and all and all the hip hop stations. They know all those words, but you got to give them more than that once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and Ronnie, you, yeah. you said something that I think is it resonates with me. You said, you know, I I think that we're trying to expose people to to maybe tracks or or selections that maybe they didn't know about or have never heard, but you've got to be open to that when you come out to one of our events or you're not going to receive it well. Mm -hmm. And that's how I, you know, for me, I was stunned the first time someone came up to me when I very first started DJing and asked for a request. I was, I was literally taken aback by it because never once in my brain from the very first party I went to seeing DJs mix records did I ever think I would go up and request something. I had no idea what they had in their record gates. Yeah. Like, what are the chances of them having? Yeah. But, you know, I mean, some of it's okay because someone will come up and, rec- you know, they'll request a Michael Jackson song or something like that, which we're not saying, you know, we have any qualms with it. But it just to me, it just doesn't really fit because what we're trying to do is we spend time before we get there trying to figure out you know, what vibes are in the bag and that's what we're going to work with. You can't really. It's like being an original singer songwriter. It's, you know, you have everything already. Yeah. Yeah, There are other people's songs and I don't know exactly what order or whatnot. I just kind of pull by beats per minute and organize by the slowest to the fastest. And then, select what you don't play every single record in there, but you, you know, you figure out what, what works and sometimes you try something new and it 
works and other times <laughs> it doesn't. Hopefully it does. But regardless, the, uh, the party goes on. You, and you'll see me dancing. I mean, I, I love yeah, to yeah, dance. Gets, so, I mean, dance. it's if you're looking for a good free time, um, I want to say it's OU Kansas. So who really gives? We did a strategic placement on that date. We're like, well, let's see who's OU played. Yeah, that'll be a good day for the party. Yeah. But no, nah, we really don't care about any of that. But we do want people to come out and we do want um, people to enjoy. And that's yeah. why it's free. So. Well, we can't wait for everybody come to drink with us and come dance. And yeah, yeah. Ronnie, where can we find you? Uh, DJ Hot Rod. I yeah. have a website. DJHotRodBeats.com. Okay. Um, I've got, I think I like four just original tracks laid out on there. And then there's uh, links to, you know, SoundCloud. You got some mixes at Hot Rod Beats. So there's, mm-hmm. there's like an hour long uh, mix on there, probably a couple mixes up on, on SoundCloud. Nice. Um, and a Facebook at Hot Rod Beats, Twitter. At Hot, I don't really go on Twitter unless I'm like looking for a hashtag, The Walking Dead or something <laughs> to see what went. went, went, went yeah. Where, where's your, where are you doing residency stuff now, though? Uh, I'm, I'm at Top Golf every other Friday. Nice. Um, and I, I do, you know, I'll do weddings, are you wedding doing receptions. Flint? Are you doing Flint anymore? I'll do Flint on the patio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a, there's a couple places that. I really can't think of off the top of my head that it's it's every weekend though. That He's I'm playing doing somewhere. Something. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah every weekend I'm somewhere. Something. What do you where do you post all that on your Facebook or yeah, how do we Instagram? Yeah, Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. mainly. Okay. Um, that new thing that Instagram took from Snapchat. Oh, the, your story. Yeah, the story. <laughs> like, I'll post a lot. I'll post something every, almost every other day on on my story, and. Uh, or on Instagram, there'll be something posted there. So, oh, good. Yeah, okay. it, it's Hot Rod Beats on Instagram as well. Yes, Hot and Rod Beats on Instagram. Rod is a super talented producer. Yeah. Like, I mean, he can mix, mix records, Thanks, no problem. But I'm trying to encourage him for the Black Friday disco, which I'm plugging again. Sorry, nice. uh, you hear I'm, I'm kind of encouraging him. We we're not going to do it at the all vinyl thing because that's strictly we're just mm-hmm. doing vinyl DJ stuff. But since we're going to have my buddy doing the live electronic music. I'd like to get Rodney out there to do some of his production live because I, I really dig it and no one's ever really gotten to see him do that. He normally just, you know, either plays vinyl or, you know, you know, just does DJ stuff. So yeah. um, a little nudge here on the public mm-hmm. broadcast yeah. system yeah. to uh, I, I'm, do, I'm, do, do like a do disco, it. do like a disco edit. I probably Loop will party. do something like that. <laughs> yeah, that'd yeah. Be I've only did it once. Um, you can do it. At the IO Art Gallery uh DOE. It'd be cool. It'd yeah. be cool. Would be the point, and you, and yeah. it would be awesome. Yeah. It'd be yeah. awesome It'd be to see. Fun. You know, Jen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You he's know. talented. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Everything you touch, Ronnie. Yep. Well, well tell us what did you guys bring us today? Because you guys are gonna. Uh, well, we brought so you know we brought a little bit that you might hear on each one of the different stages. So cool. the way we've kind of structured it is the main stage is going to be, you know, soul, funk, Afrobeat, disco. A little bit of house towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the substation that they call it. Uh, if you're familiar with the powerhouses, are like a kind of a, like a garage, a isn't it? It's like unit. a large storage unit that they've yeah. got a nice little vibe going in there. So that's going to be more like a disco tech kind of. Cool. We're going to be playing disco and dancey stuff all day in there. And then we've got a. I wouldn't really call it a down tempo stage, but you might hear some jazz early Is on. Is that where Funky Tom's going to be? 
we don't know yet. I'm putting that schedule together, <laughs> but he'll probably be on the main okay. or the side because I think his Motown fits oh, yeah. probably on either one of those. Sure. He'll either be earlier on on the main or uh, kind of closer to the end on the on the what we would call I don't really know what to call the other one it's on the if you've been to the powerhouse yeah. it's the smaller porch yeah. not the yeah. bigger one that little smaller area we're going to do probably jazzy stuff earlier but by the end it's going to be disco and, and dancey stuff so so we brought a little bit of everything I think Rodney brought a couple and I brought some brought some funk and some yeah. soul cool we so I'll put on a little bit of it it'll be cool vibe it'll be a, a slow steady incline is it hooked up um, Rodney on, I, how long how long are we gonna play how long are we um, we need to plug it we up we won't play full tracks if you want we'll just give you a little taste of that's whatever yeah. whatever you wanna do really yeah so, perfect um, funk right here or funk incorporated nice a nice little early track hey you think we could put some music behind our talking about membership that probably. would be pretty cool. Yeah. Probably. We'll probably need to. Um, I don't know what Stephen has plugged up for the sound. I'm yeah, I'm clueless when it comes to sound. <laughs> I'm like I don't know what is plugged in. Yeah. But, well, while you guys are figuring that out, Jen and I'll just talk about yeah. membership. And if Steve wants yeah. to put a, put some beats behind it, then uh, <laughs> he can do. Maybe that. <laughs> I could come up with a little song. Yeah. Or spoken word. Yes. To do about the membership drive. And it is uh, October, which is not only the month of my birthday, but it's also it Pledge is. Drive Month. Your and birthday is a my birthday is the 24th. Okay. And Everybody mark Carrie's it down. Carrie's was the 6th. And oh, yeah. I yeah. wished her happy birthday. Oh, good. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, membership. We do what we want to mention, and we've been mentioning it all month, is if you do enjoy the the stuff that we're putting out, the uh, podcasts every week. If you're listening to them, and we hope that you are tuning in every week mm -hmm. and you're enjoying it, uh, we do encourage you to go to mostlyharmless.media, click on the support us tab, and uh, just kind of toss us a couple bucks. It really helps out, helps us keep providing you with this, helps us keep the space open, the lights on. And um, whenever you do that, you can become a member. And with the membership, it provides you with some exclusive content. You know, these guys are going to be spinning records for God knows how long. It's probably, what, 8.30 now? Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got a kid, but I don't yet. <laughs> Not yet. <so. laughs> but they have I'm, kids. I'm, <laughs> yeah. kids in bed, yeah. in bed. So, you know, we could go on, I mean, as long as Steve stays up here. And that's the kind of stuff that members, we can, we can extend either being able to hear that content or even we're going to have some events like in November after the membership drive's done. Hopefully, we'll, we'll have raised some money. Mm -hmm. um, we we do want to throw um, an exclusive membership party, so that's going to happen. So go in and it's really just to donate whatever you want to become a member, and then we also are doing advertising. Um, we're not really sure how to work the whole advertising thing yet, so we're starting out pretty simple. It's just going to be a hundred dollars per episode. Uh, if you like what we're doing, if you like uh, the format, if you like the things that we're talking about, it sounds like something that your customers might be interested in. You know, uh, on the website, shoot us an email. Uh, let us know that you, it was something you'd be interested in. It's going to be just a flat $100 per episode. You can either provide us talking points, um, tell us days that you want to schedule the advertising, things like that. That's the neat thing about it is, is that the audience is pretty set you know that people are going to hear your advertising and we can tell you you know x number of people heard an advertisement on a show about music which is 
from a small business owner standpoint, such as myself, a lot of times you just kind of toss advertising dollars out there and don't know where it's going to go. This is going to be a little bit more custom, customizable, mm -hmm. so you can tell us what you want us to talk about. I mean, you could even come in and talk about it yourself if you want. Like That's also always an option. So yeah. there's a couple different ways that you can support the podcast, and we do really encourage you to do so, and we will try to keep putting out really high-quality content and um, even some of that exclusive content as well. Yeah. And you can find us on Facebook, um, Grounded Sounds OK, and then Twitter and Instagram, grounded, at Grounded Sounds. So, um, and yeah, and it's cool because we can start to tell you how many listeners we're sure. having. And uh, we haven't checked in with Steve in a while, but that's a great thing about I don't know if Steve's counter goes that high. <laughs> right. I know. <laughs> we're off the charts, guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Well, good. Good um, information. Abel, thank you. So this month, we really just want to focus on it. So please go on and, and donate something. It's mostly harmless. Dot media. Choose us as your favorite podcast and become a member. And um, it's a reoccurring monthly payment. Even if it's five, ten bucks a month, that would really, really help out a lot. Yes, absolutely. Well, we are excited to hear um, Kyle and Rodney up next with some records and thank you to ronnie wheeler who is here today we appreciate you ronnie it's so good to meet you you will be seeing so nice a lot more of me guys. my pleasure Let's thank you all very very much <laughs> our pleasure thank you thank you ronnie and kyle and uh, we can't wait for the event thank you guys. <laughs>
See ya. 